Break the Cycle with DSD, episode number 14. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I'm your host, Dwayne, and in this show, I help you break the cycle of emotional abuse and help you get your life back. The information in this show is my opinion and for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult a medical or psychological professional before making any changes that could affect your mental health. Today's podcast is about how to deal with frustrating situations and what happens whenever you start to get worn down and you start to go down that catastrophic thinking path. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Break the Cycle with DSD. Man, what an interesting, interesting week or so. And this brings up a topic that I do hit this every once in a while. And whenever I go through this scenario, I I tend to want to take a pause and revisit this topic. And that's just basically recognizing how whenever you get really worn down and things aren't necessarily going well, how it affects your mental health, how it affects the way you think and perceive things, and how you can basically look at that situation and uh, approach it in a little bit different way to try to help you through it. Now, is that going to make everything feel 100% right off the bat and everything awesome? No, unfortunately, it doesn't really work that way. But it can help you from going down that catastrophic thinking and just driving yourself down into the pit of hell, feeling that everything is lost and everything is horrible and, and nothing will get better. And and, and I'll, I'll use some of my... Uh, you know, experience this last week. Uh, in case you guys don't know, if you uh, uh, watch the YouTube channel, I briefly talked about it. But when this was released, or when I'm doing this the week before, I threw my back out on a road trip, and I've been nursing it back to health. And everything that I had planned to do over the last week uh, didn't happen. Um, I I went up to see Debbie, and that was uh, you know we, all the things that we had planned didn't happen. Uh, I was in a lot of pain and just, it was just frustrating. Then get back and end up taking the week off from work because of it. You know, and then I'm looking at it and I, and it's easy to get yourself in this mode to where you look at your situation and you're like, holy cow, you know, I lost a week of leave. I didn't accomplish anything, which isn't true. I mean, a couple of days ago, I made a video that everything lined up right and I was really proud of it. And I think it worked out really well, but my point is, is that whenever you're in these situations and you're struggling, it's real easy to not see any of the good. You, you really just gravitate towards the negative situations and, and just the catastrophic thinking of everything. And that's exactly what I've been dealing with um, over the last few days. And I mean, and to be perfectly honest, I'm sure you guys are looking at it from uh, from you know outside in it's real easy to see that everything's really going good you know channel's growing i mean i'm doing well my relationships going well uh, the relationship with my kids even with the struggles as well i mean there's a lot of positive things going on but i really did get into this mode where i was just feeling really really down about everything i mean it was a combination of feeling just, you know, like questioning what I'm doing. Am I making the right decisions? Am I wasting my time? Um, Part of the, part of the other issue that happened with this, you know, as I, I, you know, you get wore down, you're not sleeping well, you're not feeling well, you're in pain. 
Um, couple that with, uh, and I'm not complaining about finances, but I mean, it's just, it's one of those, you know, every once in a while, we all get in those situations where the balance sheets just don't look good. You know, you look at what, you know, it's like, okay, I got to pay rent, a car payment, my, you know, insurance payment, car insurance payment, yada, yada, yada. And you look at it and you're like, oh, crap, <laughs> that number smaller than it needs to be. And, uh, and then that just kind of amplifies everything. And, and the, the point of this is that it is real easy to get into that catastrophic mindset and drive yourself down the pit of hell. Ignore anything good that's in your life, anything, that, anything that's positive, anything that uh, is really going well, and really focus on the negative. And, and that is exactly what I found myself doing a couple of days ago. And it was really, really frustrating. I mean, I was just, I mean, I was having one of those things. It's like, you know, man, am I wasting my time on this channel? And, and am I wasting my time on this podcast? And, and you know, what's it really doing? I, you know, I mean, then like the whole money thing, I'm like, I'm dumping all this money into it. You know, I mean, is it, it's, it's, you know, this is never going to work. It's never going to grow to anything. I'm wasting my time, you know. Um, and I mean, it just, and, and everything, you know, then I'm thinking, you know, my back's going to be jacked forever. I mean, it's just, it's so easy when things start going weird to have these catastrophic thinking and this mindset that everything is horrible and everything is bad and everything is going to stay that way. And, and the reality of it is that's not true. I mean, when it comes down to it, like on, uh, on, I mean, going back to the channel and the podcast and stuff, I really enjoy doing this stuff. I like the process. I like creating um, I want to do some more stuff and, and make it more interesting. And there's no reason why I can't do that. I just got to get to the point where I can lift a camera again. But that's a different story. And my point is, is that you, you lose sight of the simple, the simple things. And the, and the video that I, that I made, and I'll, and I'll put a, a, a link in the show notes on this, on the video, in case you haven't seen it. But uh, it, it really boils down to that a lot of the stuff is really simple. And we, and we tend to overcomplicate it, which just makes things just so much more difficult than it really, really needs, needs to be. You know, my, my point on this or, or my observation, I guess, if you want to call it that, is that, that you have to be able to recognize when you're doing that to yourself. You know, I mean, if, if as a person where, sorry about that, a car just drove by. I'm actually doing this outside. I, I'm my uh, my my middle daughter is at school doing this um, advanced placement Saturday thing. That's when I'm recording this, so I got an hour before I pick her up, and I'm like, "Hey, what? An, that would be a prime opportunity to sit down and and uh, and record an episode." So, anyways, to get back on on topic, what I'm saying is is that it it it's so easy to to allow ourselves to be corrupted by what's going on in our lives to take that catastrophic thinking and just just jump onto it, grab on with both hands and just ride it straight into the ground. And it it's tough because when things aren't necessarily going well, it makes it even easier because you have those things to reinforce that it's that it's true. You know, I've had conversations with people before where they get in this mode and and typically I'm able to to if I'm emailing back and forth with them or IMing them or anything like that. 
I can ask some pointed questions like, okay, well, what else is going on? And typically there's something else that's really affecting their thought process. It's it, it, Maybe they're sick. Maybe they've just worked a 16-hour day. You know, maybe they've worked a 16-hour day. They're not feeling well, and they just got their lawyer bill in. You know, what, whatever it is. And it's like it just amplifies everything. The, the reality of it is, is that, yeah, these situations are not pleasant and they're difficult, but they're not the final solution. They're not where your life is going to be forever. And it doesn't really mean that that's where you're going to be trapped. Although at the time it feels like that, and it, I mean, it absolutely feels like that. And it's really hard to see a positive out of it. Now, again, I mean, to, to talk about, you know, uh, use my scenario from what I was talking about earlier. Um, you know, I mean, it, 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 well, let me see, how, how do I word this or how do I say this? And, and I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that there is a lot of potential in everything that we do, right? There's a lot of potential in, in the, in the different things that I'm doing. Let's see, let me, let me, let me pause for a moment and try to really think about this. And, and I think that the, the issue is, is that you have to take a step back and keep your mind open for the positive things to happen. Had I, had I grabbed onto that thought process early on in, in this, in this whole thing with the channel and everything, I would have stopped. You know, I mean, before I hit a thousand, I would have been like, well, this isn't growing fast enough. This isn't doing what I'm wanting to accomplish. And I mean, maybe that's not exactly the best example because I mean, originally are, you know, the, the, the starting principle of this, the original principle of this is to find people who are struggling like I was struggling and help them through it. Right. That, that was the main thing. And that's, what's been the driver to keep me going. And, and, you know, for you guys who send me notes on that, uh, and I'm not, you know, this isn't one of those things, Hey, send me notes on that. But you know, when I, when I get the emails and, uh, the comments on videos or the direct messages saying how this has helped, uh, it keeps me going because you know, it's, that's the reminder of what the first original process of this was, was to help people to help you when you're struggling to realize that this isn't that the struggle you're in if you're in it right now isn't going to be the rest of your life that this the way you feel that that pit in your stomach that hole in your heart that uh, that gloom and doom uh, catastrophic thinking isn't going to be the rest of your life because I'll tell you whenever I was going through this that's the way I felt I felt that this was going to be the rest of my life that I was never going to be able to get through this uh, that, uh, I would always feel that pain in my heart. And, uh, that was pretty scary, right? I mean, that's kind of a, a gloom and doom type of situation. And to roll that back, when you get into that mode, when you get into that situation where you're thinking negative and, and, you know, some negative things are happening, it reinforces it. Your brain is saying, see, see, there it is. I told you, I told you it's going to be crap. I told you everything's going to be bad. I told you that the kids are going to turn against you. I told you that the court's not going to believe you, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, in some ways I think it's, it's just, I don't know, the world trying to just uh, uh, test us, push us to the limit to see if we're going to give up, you know, and when you're going through this, that's a, you know, it, it beats you down. It really, really wears you down. Okay, so flip this to the other side of it. And what my experience has been personally and from other people is as soon as they get back on track, they recharge their batteries, they, they you know, refresh the page, however you want to say it, 
their perspective improves and they start feeling better about everything that's going on. All right, so here's the thing. When you're struggling on this, and in the beginning stages, you're going to be struggling constantly. So having that point of reference to where you feel good and then you feel bad and being able to say, okay, well, I, you know, I did feel good, but now I'm feeling bad, so I'll feel good again. When you're in the midst of it and you feel like it's just that constant sense of dread, well, things do get better. They get better with time. Your perspective changes and you, you, know, you learn better. You learn new skills to deal with the adversities and your antagonist and all the stuff that you're dealing with, and your perspective changes. Now, that, I know that sounds a little weird, and, you know, I mean, and to be honest, there were times in the beginning part of this whenever someone would say, oh, you just need to let it go, or, you know, things will get better with time, and, and all that stuff, and it would just irritate me because I'm like, well, how? That was my problem, is there was never the, it, the those comments were never followed with the how, how, am, how is it going to get better? How am I going to feel better? How is my perspective going to change? And here's, here's the thing. The way it changed and the way it changed for me, one is learning about what I was dealing with, learning about personality disorders, not that my ex was ever diagnosed with a personality disorder, but learning about the behaviors of toxic people, learning what they typically do, learning why they do what they do, why they're, you know, they're seeking uh, supply, they're, they're creating their own drama, they're sabotage, sabotaging their own relationships because they, they don't, you know, they, they're damaged inside and nothing can be good. Not that it makes it, I mean, it doesn't fix, fix it, but what it does is it adds perspective to it. You know, now when I look at situations, instead of looking at it going, reminiscing and going, you know, wow, that there were some good times. It's like, okay, well, what is, I mean, what was the whole thing? I mean, the whole thing was, was, it, it was manipulation and maintaining that illusion and that, and that level of control. And once you start to understand it and you understand what the driver is and you understand what the other person is really capable of, I mean, hopefully by now you understand that they're not capable of genuine love and uh, respect and honesty, basically, that everything is always covert and everything is always subversive and everything always has other meanings. And, you know, maybe every once in a while you might get a glimpse of the, of the damaged person behind the mask that's not raging at you. But you're not really going to get to that person because somebody who's in that mode doesn't want to address their demons. They don't want to, to reevaluate their life. They don't want to, to look, at, look at themselves and try to become better, to try to figure out what is the, you know, a better way to be a human. Once you hit that point and you start to understand what you're dealing with, then it changes your perspective and you're like, okay, you know, you, like in my situation, I got to the point where I'm like, all right, I just don't want this person to have unlimited emotional control over me. I was giving that to her on a daily basis with no chance for it to stop until I decided that I was ready to stop it. That's really the key on this is that you start to change your perspective. Okay, so now how does this roll into what I was talking about before about having 
having, you know, these bad times where you just start going down this catastrophic thinking. The main point on this, and this actually works for a lot of different things uh, throughout this whole process, that the main point of it is being able to recognize what's going on, like recognizing that you're having a bad episode, recognizing that you're going down catastrophic thinking, recognizing that you're catastrophizing about everything, gives you the opportunity to slowly reframe your situation and say, okay, I, I get that I'm having a moment, that I'm, that I'm you know, going down this pit of hell, and it's not really indicative of what my world really is. And when you, can, when, you, when you can get to that point and then you're having those times, then you can calm yourself down and give yourself a break, right? Like, so, for instance, rolling back to that example that I was discussing earlier with me, you know, when I was going down that, that, that mode, I was able to go, wait a minute, you know? And, and it's weird because I was actually having a conversation with somebody where I was, I was kind of complaining about my frustrations. And at the same time, I'm like, I, I created a video that I'm really proud of. You know, actually I did two. I did one kind of like a story time that I thought was funny that no, that no one really watched, but that's fine. I enjoyed, I mean, I, I kind of got a kick out of it. And I think the handful of people that watched it who, who are, you know, fans of the channel and fans of, of what I'm doing probably got, uh, got a little, little laugh out of it. And then the other one was, uh, I, I felt really good about the message and it was well received, a lot of comments and, you know, I mean, so, so I, I can't say that I didn't do anything and I didn't accomplish anything because I did. But what I'm saying is, is that it's real easy to get in that mode where you're just beating yourself up. You're just, you know, you know, you're just putting yourself down and, and that's what I was doing. But at the same time, I was able to go, no, wait a minute. I'm, you know, this is, I, I got to look at this in perspective. You know, my back hurts every time I move, it's a pain. Um, you know, I'm not able to go to work. Um, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I get up and I'm, every time I go to move, I'm scared because is it going to, you know, is it going to be really painful or slightly painful? I mean, it, it, that type of stuff is just, it just wears you down. So when you're going through that, that, that's what I would ask you to do is to look at your situation and look at it with, with the full picture and the full context of what you're going through, because you're going through a lot and all of this stuff that you're dealing with today isn't necessarily going to be there next week. It's like right now. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm still dealing with with this back pain, and and I know that in a week or two it'll be gone, and I'll be you know bouncing, skipping around the road, and able to do stuff, and 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 you know things will be back to normal. Even with the situation, if I roll the clock back six years, you know, five to six years ago at the beginning stage of this, when it just looked catastrophic, I'm like, oh my god, this is never. You know, I'll be, you know, late 50s before I can, you know, save a dime for retirement. I mean, it just uh, just all the, the all, you know, my whole life is destroyed type of, of view. And here I am. I have a, what I, you know, yeah, one kid's, you know, over 18. I mean, so, yeah, six years has gone, have gone by. But I'm at a point that I thought that it would take 15 years to get to. And, and that's really the key is that you just keep plugging along and things can get better. Now, what I do have to say on this, and I just want to add into this because I think it's really important, is had I stayed angry and bitter, I wouldn't be at this point. And I wouldn't have the good experiences that I've had. And, and what I'm saying is, is it w- would have been re- real. It would be real easy for me to stay very angry at the ex. I mean, I can look at it and think, 
you know, she's still not working. She doesn't do a whole heck of a lot. If I ever run into her or, you know, pass her in town, in the little town I live in, she's literally chasing Pokemon that, you know, at the same time while she's telling the kids that she can't do anything with them because she doesn't have gas and doesn't have money and, and stuff. But my point is, is that it, it would be real easy. It would be real easy for me to just dive into this thing and just be really still angry and bitter and just have her wrapped around my head and corrupting every part of my life. And there are so many things that I could still be angry at. I mean, you know, my kids are getting ready to, my, my next one wants to go to college and I know I'm not going to, I'm not in a position to, to help her. And that used to make me angry. But I mean, at some point you just have to, I've talked, at some point you have to take a pause, kind of hit the reset button and say, okay, yesterday was my past life. Today is my new life. You know, how do I make the most of today going forward? And, and that's really the key and, and comparing and contrasting to what you thought you had or what you, you know, could have done or whatever, it doesn't do anything good for you. It keeps you angry and it keeps you bitter and it keeps you connected to your ex. And that is, that's the, that's, that's the real catastrophic thinking of all this is whenever you just are trapped with that person, you're unable to escape, escape the, uh, the, I don't know what's a great word for it, but the, the hold that they have over you. The cone of chaos, I guess sometimes I call it, and in allowing yourself to be trapped and tied to your ex. And, and here's the other thing that's really incredible about this is that once you start to let go of that and you start saying, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm sick. And this is what happened with me, and it took me a long time to get to this point, but I, just, I got sick of thinking about her. I got sick of thinking about the situation. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to think about this anymore. I want to think about my future. I want to think about a life after this. I want to think about, you know, watching the sunset on the Pacific Ocean um, with waves crashing in the background or, or just sitting down and having a nice cup of coffee and just relaxed and, and not worrying about things. And it's, it's really bizarre how you ultimately get to this point to where you just decide to release it. You decide that it's not, it's not going to, to affect you the way it affected you before. I often get asked from people saying, well, we'll you know, does this go away? And yes, it does. Now, are there still times where things flare up? Absolutely. You know, with what I was just talking about, I can tell you that when I get worn out and worn down and I'm not feeling well and I'm hurt, things bother me more. I mean, I actually had a conversation a couple days ago with somebody where I was just frustrated about how, I mean, I wish, I wish that I could sit home all day because I would focus on, I know what I would do. If I had the time that my ex has, I would focus on building this channel. I would focus on coaching. I would focus on developing content and, and collaborations and trying to come up with the, the best content and information to help people through this. I, I just, I really enjoy doing it. Um, and it, it's, I mean, and I could see a value to it. I mean, I could see, you know, I'd like to write a book. I'd like to do all these different things, but I can't change what, what the situation is. I can't change the X and going down that path doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. I mean, I might as well, if you're going down that path, you might as well look at it and say, well, that person that won the lottery, you know, that ain't fair. You know, I should win the lottery. If I had the lottery, I would do, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, my life would be better, you know, whatever. And, and, and it's just that method of thinking, it just doesn't accomplish anything and it doesn't help you. So 
Um, and I, I mean, I get those are two different scenarios, but, and you, you know, there's too much, a there's a, there's too much tied emotionally to our exes that is a lot harder to get away from, right? When you have somebody that you, you know that they're creating havoc and they're creating problems, it, it amplifies everything and it makes what I'm talking about a lot harder. So let me roll that into the next part about this is that this isn't easy. This is really, really hard to do. And this is, this is a, it's a struggle and it's something you have to work at and you have to, to put in, put in the work, you have to put in the practice, you have to add those repetitive thoughts in your head to help you deal with it. That's why uh, I often promote that Mindset for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery playlist that I have off of my YouTube channel, which, which hits a lot of these things about how to approach it, I'm talking about hybrid no contact, absolute thinking, uh, black hole thinking, and then rolling into the illusions and stuff like that. And, and all of that is to build that foundation to help you to, to I guess, reframe what you're dealing with in a, in a way to where it makes sense to you and you can start to recapture your life. Now, but to get back into that, this takes time. This isn't easy. This isn't something that's going to happen quickly. This is something that you will spend, unfortunately, months working on. I mean, some people will, will wrap their head around this stuff quicker. Other people, it would take a long time. To be perfectly honest, it took me a long time. It, it took way too long. It shouldn't have taken that long. But it does. You, you have this emotional connection, this trauma bond with your ex, and it, it, it's going to take time to basically detoxify yourself from that person. Effectively, it's like you're addicted to your other person. It's like they are a drug. I've talked about this in other videos too, where whenever I was trying to go, I was trying to do the no contact thing, and I was trying to stop myself from looking it was re look, meaning looking at you know looking at social media and asking people what was going on. It was really tough because you want to know. You 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 want you want to have that connection with that person. You still want them to care about you. You want to hear something where where they're you know doing miserable or whether they're pining for you or whether they're thinking about you. Uh, unfortunately, what's going to happen is, is that when you do look, you'll either find that they're playing the victim and blaming everything on you, which is really painful. Uh, they're involved in another relationship and, you know, basically saying that, you know, I'm so wonder, I mean, it's so awesome that I'm in this new relationship with this, with my soulmate. The other person was a monster and wasn't really my soulmate, but this person is, which makes you feel miserable. Or they're just, they just are going about their lives like nothing happened. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, detoxifying yourself from, from a toxic person is really hard. Not, I've never been addicted to, uh, to any other, you know, any, any substances, alcohol, drugs, or anything like that. So, um, I don't necessarily have that experience in my life, but I can see with what the, I struggled with to separate myself from my ex, how freaking hard that has to be because it was, it was painful and if you have somebody who comes back in and, and gives you those breadcrumbs every once in a while, which is, I think, the reason why we end up staying in those relationships, because they're, they're running hot and cold all the time. And, and every once in a while, they make us, you know, they give us that little dopamine hit and we feel great and we latch onto that. And then we're chasing, you know, we're chasing that feeling going forward. Now, I know that, that I kind of got a little off topic for this, for this podcast, but but the important part of this or the, or the, the message I'm trying to say is that it, it really does 
take a long time and you have to, to work at it. And as your perspective changes and as you start growing on this, it makes these other setbacks in your life easier to deal with. Doesn't mean they're going to be a cakewalk. It doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, just skip on down the road like nothing happened and, and be excited about everything. No, you'll get sucker punched every once in a while. But as you go through this, you're going to, you learn the, those skills that, that transform your life, that, that make everything not bearable, but make everything change the perspective. That's what it is. It changes the perspective of everything. That's why most of the time now I can look at it and go, okay, you know, well, what's, what's coming next? You know, what is, where is this, where is this experience taking me next? So my, my message on this is if you're struggling and you're having a hard time with this, you know, you, you can experience the moment, but don't allow yourself to fall into that pit of hell, that pit of despair, that catastrophic thinking where everything is horrible, it'll never get better, you're trapped in this situation, you know, it's only going to get worse, everyone's going to turn against you, you know, what, whatever your, your little inner voice giving you all that negative reinforcement is saying. Give yourself an opportunity to slow yourself down, to look at the situation, to take a pause, and really evaluate what's going on. And when you find yourself going down this, you know, this everything is horrible scenario, that's where it's really important to have. If you have a grati- uh, gratitude journal or a list of things that you're happy about, this is why it's really important in my mind to, to do a gratitude journal to where every day you're reminding yourself of what you're happy about instead of focusing on the negative because it helps break your mindset of, of when things aren't going great. And that's worked really well for me. I don't necessarily do it or, you know, religiously anymore. You know, I don't wake up every day, which I should, I mean, I should wake up every day and hit what I'm positive about and start the day that way end the day with that way, because it helps reframe or reset your mind when you're having a tough time on that. I do that when it's happening, like I've been talking about throughout this podcast. So when you're doing that, or when you're having these, these tough times, do that, take a pause take a breath, slow yourself down. I mean, literally like take that deep breath, slow yourself down, actively take that step to do it. Guys, that has helped me in so many ways. I have been, I, I've dealt with anxiety and stress and PTSD, um, or CPTSD probably more appropriately my entire life. And a lot of these things that I've learned within the last six years has, like I mentioned earlier, has fundamentally transformed my life. Is it, is it where I, I mean, am I at the uh, pinnacle of where I want to be? No. I, st- I know I still have more work and I know I still have more, more uh, issues to, to get over. Um, you know, being tied with family court does complicate things. But I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I, I can see where, I want, where I'm, I'm heading, where I want to be. I see a path to it. And uh, I hope that you can, you can see that as well. A lot of this is predicated on keeping the hope and uh, the potential or the possibility of hope alive. And, and I mean, it's just if, as long as you can say, okay, it sucks right now, but I think and I can see that there is a chance in the future I might be able to find the peace that, uh, that we're talking about today. And, and that's enough, at least that was enough for me to keep me going day in and day out. And when I had those bad days, I'd be like, okay, tomorrow it'll be better or it'll be better in a week. And this isn't my life forever. 
and I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep persevering because I, there's a chance, there's a chance that this will be better and I will get to a better point. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me for this podcast. I hope this information was helpful. Uh, if you want to follow the show notes, you can uh, head on over to dadsurvivingdivorce.com slash podcast slash 014. That will take you to the epi- this episode and get you the show notes and the links of the different things I mentioned throughout it. 